What's good, beautiful people? It's your girl, Kachetta Cherie, and I am here with season two of Don't Hit Snooze, the podcast. Y'all already know what's up. Don't sleep on your girl. Don't sleep on yourself. And definitely don't sleep on this podcast because we have some things we need to talk about. And I'm so hyped. I'm hyping myself up. I'm hyping you up. And we about to get this quarter of the year going. I wanted to come on here and be full of life and pizzazz and all those things that make you feel good. Because I love to make people feel good. But I actually come on here with a heavy heart. And I've seen movies that have that line. Or I've heard people say that. And, you know, I understand what that feels like. like. But it's my version of a heavy heart. It's not heavy because of what happened. It's heavy because of what didn't happen. And I'm going to say this. And whatever else I say, I really hope that it is met with love and compassion and understanding. My fiance that I was just telling the world about. And when I say that, I don't mean the world, obviously. Like, I don't know that many people know them. You know, there's not a lot of people that know me yet. (laughs) But, yeah, I was just celebrating that and... He passed away. And I've been saying it that way because he did. He passed away from this life. He's no longer on this side of life. But he did take his. He took his own life. And as unfortunate as those circumstances have been, the only thing that I want to do now is continue what I was doing. And that's helping people. That's leading people to Christ. Leading souls to Christ. And I've had a slew of interactions, several conversations with people about all the different things that led up to the night that he left and was missing, essentially. No one could find him. And all the things that I did in the quest, (laughs) hoping to find him, were so outlandish. (laughs) I remember one of his friends telling me, like, we on some for real, like, cold case type stuff. Like, we are really trying to crack this. And, you know, it's bringing up a lot of things for me, a lot of old feelings, a lot of trauma, but really just, like, dreams and goals that I had. It's awakened those things that I've suppressed. It's awaken those things that I've put to rest and it's like this is perfect you know I had to bring back don't hit snooze for season two and I'm waking up (laughs) so as I wake up and I'm not hitting snooze I'm I'm feeling this level of peace 
And I pray that, you know, I feel this, despite things that may show up. There have been a lot of things happening and showing up. And most of them are pretty, pretty cool. You know, people expressing their love for me and wanting to love on me and support me and uplift me and all these things. And then there's some pretty ugly stuff happening, too, behind the scenes. And that's okay. You know, I'm... I'm finding that there are a lot of reasons to be emotional about this. And then I have to identify feelings. But one that so many of my loved ones have told me not to feel is guilt. And if you know anything about me, I have a two-year-old and I'm a single mother to her. And honestly, I I really want to change the narrative on that, but we'll get into that (laughs) another day, another time. But I'm a single mother who is a Christian. And for me, I don't even want to say it that way because my relationship with God is sacred. It's the most important. And I am a child of God. And as a child of God, that makes me first a child of God. Like I am a daughter of God. I am a believer. I am a Christian. I'm a black woman. I'm a single mother to a two-year-old, and I am not married. So that means that I had my child out of wedlock, which means that I fell from grace. I fell short. And because of God's mercy and because of God's grace, unmerited favor, my God, my life has still continued on with its many blessings and God continues to bless me yes however you know I also am tested by God when I say that I want something or I want to be a certain way I'm tested and I also have a lot of curveballs that life throws like many people if Yeah. And I just continue to be in this space of reflection and being positive and gracious with myself because otherwise the grace can be replaced with guilt and that drives me away from my purpose. And I've always encouraged people who are at the lowest of the low And I've talked so many people off of a ledge. And the one that was the closest to me, my partner, my lover, 
my best friend, my husband to be, my prayer partner, y'all, my soon to be business partner. This person was hurting and I did not know. I did not know to the extent that his pain was. That in and of itself hurts. It hurts to hear myself say that. It hurts to feel the feelings that are attached to that. And I hurt for him. What does that mean for him? For his soul? What does that mean? The man I was about to spend the rest of my life with, what does that mean for him? <sighs> Lately, that little breath I took has been the thing that's been my go-to. I've spent so much of my life tense with my tongue at the roof of my mouth a little bit hunched, not one, not not always paying attention to my posture, which has mostly changed over the years. I've been paying more attention to it. But one of the things I wasn't paying enough attention to was my breaths. I would literally walk up and down stairs holding my breath. I would sit and do work holding my breath. And I wasn't even aware and he noticed, he noticed me. He noticed that I wasn't breathing. <sighs> As I'm saying this, I'm remembering the good times that we had, the good moments, the good advice that he shared. Because when he went missing, that was, that wasn't him. The ugliness. We, we've gone through a lot, but it was just different. It was cold. It was dark. Um, so much so that he said something wackadoo to me. I was like, hold on, who are you talking to? He's telling me about this gentleman that he started to work with, like, at this park and then out. I work with him as well because some of the work that I do in the nonprofit space um, is, you know, it, it it allows me to have relationships with parks. And so I had a, you know, work relationship with this same person. He's like, yeah, this person wants to know when you're going to do X. And I was like, child, I don't know. I don't want to talk about that. That's work. It's six, seven o'clock at night. Why well, talking like don't do that? So <laughs> I'm like, I really don't know. So then he's still bringing up this person, bringing up this person. I'm like, please. And he hauled off and said, <laughs> "Do you need to get your ears checked? Hello, do you hear me? Do you need to get your ears checked?" And I'm like. This is not him. Like, this is great. Like, why are you talking to me like this? 
But I was not, I was like, I'm not about to go there with you. Like, I, I can't. Um, but even in the midst of, you know, that, it's like, I could, I could, I could be like, man, he, he took me through, you know, but we took each other through, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not poly, poly perfect. You feel me? But I said, I was just say, I'm, I'm feeling into this beautiful moment where he told me about me. You gotta breathe. I'm like, what? He like, you gotta do better. Like, this is important. This is this is a part of your self-care. If you don't have those full moments that you would like because you have your daughter and or you know, our daughter, you know what I'm saying? Like, all of these things come so quickly. You have to have something. Let this be a small thing that you do. Breathe. And so I'm going to take a moment and I want to remind you, despite everything that you might be going through, despite all of the ways in which you feel like you have not been showing up for yourself, for the people around you, despite any of those things, just know that you are cared for, you are loved, you are valued. You are valuable. You are valuable. So don't let anybody tell you otherwise and when I say that I even mean you don't do it what does it mean to be valuable when I looked up valuable yeah I already know how I did it blue letter bible it took me to the word desirable and then desirable took me to the word beloved and I thought it was so funny because that's a word that he used often and he used it specifically with one of his female friends, or really his only female friend. And he was so sweet with that because he was like, yeah, I stopped calling her that because, you know, I got you. You're my wife now. Da, da, da. And I'm like, I don't want you to do that. Like, she, I don't want her to feel any type of way. Not necessarily about me because how was she? Like, I, it wasn't my idea, but it was like. Don't do that. Like, that's your beloved. It's cool. He like, nah. Like, I want it to be real clear. Like, you my you my lady. You my woman. You my one and only. Like, nah, we not doing that. So I'm like, all right, cool. Okay. But I was like, that is such a beautiful word, beloved. You know? And so, beloved, dod in Hebrew, it means to love by implication, a love token, lover, friend, father's brother, love, uncle. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, when I say he had nieces that he oh, he loved them little girls so much, so oh my god. He was, he was that uncle. And I feel like, you know, he probably felt a way about not seeing them often because he was so focused on his goals and building a life and just all these things. And it just made me think, you know, like, what, what didn't he accomplish, you know? But what did he accomplish? He accomplished so much. And my brother told me that he had conversation with him. I'm sorry, y'all. It's starting to <laughs> hit me. 
um, my brother said he had a conversation with him. And one of the things that came up was that, you know, they were talking about their lives. And he told my brother, you know, the things that he's been working on. But it didn't seem like he was excited, you know. And I'm like, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't put this in um, in every publication, <laughs> but. The wild things that have even happened. He's had some really crazy things happen with, you know, vehicles and things like that. I'm not going to put my baby business out there. But, like, my own, if I use that car example, I had a car accident on New Year's Eve of 27 going into 2018 that could have killed me. I spent out of control, went from one side of the expressway to the other near the wall, and I'm still here today. So it's like, y'all, that is nuts. Life is so freaking short, but in the same breath, I have lived, and not only have I lived through tragedy, like crazy things happening, but, you know, unfortunate events, all that, but like, I have so, oh, I've done so many amazing things. I've gone to so many amazing places, met so many amazing people, and he's done the same. Like, our level of experience was not the same, but I'm like, bro, you had some crazy stuff happen that you've lived through. You know, you, you've, you've risen to the top of companies. Like you've brushed elbows with Eric Thomas, mo- the motivational speaker of our time. You know, like, come on, man, you have done so much, but still I'm asking now, God, what didn't he do? Who didn't he touch? And then God continues to say, no, who did he touch? <laughs> Whose lives did he change? You know, say his boys with the mentoring group. You know, I can't say their names because they're minors. But, you know, I'm saying I can go down the list of people, of, of, of young men who are like, yo, you know. And I'm just like, man. So. You are. Beloved, valued, cared for, loved. Don't forget it. And don't forget to breathe.